0: Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and talk about our love of video games and other shared interests. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida, joined this evening by Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. What's going on? We got George Arevalo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up? And we got Zach Cassell, last but not least, from Boston, Massachusetts. Playoff push, here we come. (laughs) In our final episode of the year, we're going to keep it nice and light. Uh, Talk a little bit about all the big Marvel stuff from the past uh, month or so, including Spider-Man, No Way Home, and uh, Hawkeye. Going to talk a little bit about the Book of Boba Fett. No spoilers, just kind of general impressions uh, from those of us that have watched it. And of course, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't do a little tribute to John Madden, who sadly passed away earlier this week. And of course, we'll catch up a bit on what we've been playing and watching outside of that stuff. So uh, without further ado, how's everyone doing? I am uh, recovering from COVID-19, vaccinated, so symptoms pretty mild, Uh, one really bad day, and then a bunch of like... I don't know. Just mainly exhausting days where, like, I just I randomly like catch a nap. But could be from all the bad food that I'm eating too. So who knows? Uh, h- how about you, Zach? How are you feeling? You also were were down for for a bit with the sickness, as it were, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I also uh, I'm vaccinated. I also caught it though, like you. I had one or two like really uh, bad days where my my body just was so incredibly sore. Um, but I didn't feel sick, which was weird. It's just my body was killing me. And now I can't smell or taste anything, so it's horrible. And oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, literally like I I I shove my face into like the most uh, whatever, things that got the <laughs> most scented, yeah, and, <laughs> and just give the biggest uh, huff and nothing. and it's it's crazy. Was um, a
2: good time to go on a diet, I guess.
1: Yeah, right. right? <laughs> or a good time to pound back all that alcohol that you're afraid to drink,
0: like me. Fortunately, that's not me. But Marianne, my wife, uh, definitely has lost her sense. It's starting to come back though, like slowly. Like, um, it's certainly like not strong, but like she's like, oh, like when I sip my coffee, I can get like if I really try, I can get like a little bit of aroma but yeah not a great <laughs> time of year to to lose your sense of taste and smell unfortunately yeah. well i hope you uh get feeling better soon and, and more importantly get your, your taste and smell back i mean look i'd rather be able to taste and smell and be like a little body <laughs> this time oh 100 yeah. <laughs> percent.
2: COVID sucks man christmas was canceled for us too i didn't i managed to not catch it but my wife had it all of last week we isolated as best we could. Um, her symptoms were pretty mild as well. Maybe for like a day or so, she had some congestion. Never, it was never really too bad. I managed to not catch it. But <clears throat> I don't know. The, all the things associated with it are what's worse, really, is fucking going and get tested multiple times, trying to wait until you're not like contagious anymore, you know? So, however, shout out to all the people that do get it and do what they're supposed to do and don't spread it to others and don't be dickheads. So because there's uh, not enough of that going around these days.
1: They just changed it to the five day rule, though, too.
2: Yeah. Real, you know, because right at the planner, end of my
1: 10 day quarantine,
2: <laughs> that's how it was literally on day 10. They're like, oh, now you just need five days. But I, I do. That is pretty funny, though, the whole thing with the CDC, because that seems to be one thing that is bringing the country together is everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like Everyone's like collectively mad at them for changing the rules as as they go because um, it's crazy because the thing is that a lot of people are out of work or are missing work a lot of nurses and stuff like that so not to get political but t- tough times all around just don't be an asshole i guess
0: yeah it's interesting because um my wife's uncle who's still residing with us uh he works for uh for walmart and like he he caught covid uh by the time that my wife found out she had it uh i tried to isolate so did he i got it and then i was like you should just get tested like two out of three of us and sure enough he has it um they're actually being really cool like about like i mean how they're handling with him with his paid time off and the procedures for coming back like i was a little shocked honestly because i know like walmart's kind of labeled as like the evil empire you know by a lot of people and like um they're handling it like quite well like which i'm I mean, I know it's retail, so maybe they have to be a little more careful and stuff. But um, but we were we we're pleasantly surprised that uh, they're taking it seriously and have all these like very well-defined procedures about return to work and stuff. So,
2: yeah, it's just a lot of it. Like, I mean, I won't go into detail, not that there's any concern of them listening to this, but like the way that my wife got it was completely avoidable. You know, like, dude, if you have a yeah. scare and you're waiting for test results, like fucking stay home and wait for the results, man. Like, come on. Like, it's just basic human decency. You're like, you're just going out and acting like normal. And then you fucking end up, you're positive a few hours after hanging out with people. And then you, you know, like, Hey, like that's, that's, that's what I don't understand, dude. If you're just waiting for results, you know, for the most part, now it's a little bit crazy because it's taking longer, but for the most part it was taking a day, you know, or a couple hours for your rapid test and you're waiting for that just, just wait a day, dude. Like, it's okay. You know, like there's nothing that's that important,
0: you know, but we had the conversation um, in our, our little killer queen, like group chat where like, it's like rampant in our community right now. And somebody was like debating, like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't feel like, I feel a little like tickle, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, like it just, do it, dude. just chill. Like, yeah, it, it's not worth it. Like this time of year, like it's, it's pretty light on people showing up to play anyway. I was like, I honestly think maybe like two weeks, like, everyone just staying away from like the cab would probably sort it out as far as like our friend circle, you know, like if everyone yeah. just kind of like uh, has, has two weeks of, you know, stay, kind of staying home or staying away from each other. But or, <clears> yeah, at, least just... be,
2: or at least be honest with people, right? Like if you really yeah. want to hang out, like, I mean, even remember before the vaccines in early days, like if I went to Disney or something, you know, and I came back, you know, I would chill for a little bit just in case. And then I would tell if somebody wanted to hang out, but like, yeah, just heads up. I went to Disney, you know, and like, you know, and it is what it is. If you're cool with it, like want to hang out, I'll hang out. Cool. And that's fine. You know, but like that whole shit, like, I don't know. I would just be pissed that someone tells me, oh, hey, I tested positive. And it was like, we just hung out two hours ago. You know, you yeah. were waiting for a fucking result. Like that's just fucked up. I think, you know,
0: I felt um, like it, a little bit. It was like telling people you had an STD. Like when we found out we were positive, like exactly. calling everyone we, we hung out with, like in the past, like yeah, four or five that's... days and being like, hey, just so you know, like, uh i tested, you know, but it, it's courtesy, right? Like it's like you know, it's to give them a heads up so that like if they want to get tested, they can, yeah. and like you know, just uh I don't know. Dude, it, 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 it was wild. Me
2: and me me and my wife, we own like she was supposed to have like eye surge LASIK this past week, so we went to we weren't having any symptoms, we just went to get tested. She went to get tested, so I'm like, All right, I'll go with you, might as well as a precaution, you know, just because she had to be, make sure she was negative for the test. And we go there and then, you know, Anthony, right? Um, he was there in the testing line too, was getting tested as a precaution as well because his dad was positive positive. Um, and whatever, dude, we, within an hour, we all get results saying that we're negative. So we were just going to go business as usual. I had a big bike ride that day that was canceled um, because of the weather. And then we go out to lunch with uh, Natalie and Anthony, our friends. Um, and then we come back to our house, chilling for a little bit. And then the PCR results start coming in um you know every everyone was aware we were waiting for them but nobody was had any concerns and and then boom i'm negative anthony's negative and then my wife gets positive i'm like oh well this is awkward you know so it happens and we just hit up everybody that we had seen over the past couple of days and you know fortunately we didn't really pass it to anybody but yeah anyways moving on i guess you're, you're, yeah. you're good Radham, <laughs> right you're like the only one who hasn't been i've never what? had it yeah, you never even I mean, before haven't had vaccine. it either, but yeah, I haven't had yeah. it either.
3: But no one yeah. I've who's no, my son's mother had it at one point, but that was it. And I was lucky just I'm just like, all right, well, you stay away. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Um yeah. yeah, no, the only thing that I did, I took my son to get a vaccine, so he's fully vaccinated now because he's that age that was too young, but now he's good. And outside of that, I just I took off work during Christmas, watched Lord of the Rings extended editions, <laughs> uh, you know. Live that life, but I didn't. I've been chilling. Life hasn't changed for me. It's crazy, but none's changed for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, last last little thing I, that's encouraging to me is like how mild like our symptoms, like you know, we're being vaccinated, and it seems like more of the story is sort of like you know, like yes, like it's like seems to be spreading around, but I'm, I'm encouraged by like, like the the you don't see a lot of reports on like mass deaths and like hospitalizations and people running out of, running out of beds or whatever. So, um, I mean, should I've had like the respiratory infection that I had in, uh, November was worse than this, you know? And that was like, like two weeks of, of misery. So you,
2: you might need to stop planning trips to Charleston, man. Seems like God, damn, I swear to, go back to <laughs>
0: <laughs> the it's only like, silver lining is like, you know, like I told, I know off mic the story to you, but like, I just like had from Goldbelly like a like a nearly two hundred dollar turducken sent to my parents' house, going like oh for like New Year's Eve, like let's do like, you know, have some friends over, like you know, it's like an eighteen pound like turducken. And uh, we'll have a fire in the backyard. And my, I, I told my parents, I'm like, look, like you enjoy it, it's fine. And they're like, listen, there's only three of us here. We're just gonna freeze it till you get here. And we'll. Uh, so for my birthday, that's the next <laughs> at the end of January. Um, yes. Could you imagine three uh,
3: people eating twenty pounds of meat? <laughs> <That's what happened. laughs>
0: yeah, that would be uh, be insane. Um, actually, a great segue because uh, you know who loved turducken was uh john madden in fact the turducken that i ordered is uh called the uh all uh all madden turducken and that's supposedly the place where he used to get his turduckens uh so we lost an absolute legend in both the world of football and actually video games because uh he spawned probably i think arguably the, the best-selling and most well-known longest-running franchise like in video game history. John Madden passed away uh, this week at the age of 85. Um, I know we very briefly touched on it like while we were getting warmed up for the, for the podcast, but I think all of us at some point in our lives uh, have played uh, Madden games. It's been a, a pretty integral part of our lives. It's pretty hard to avoid that franchise if you've lived within a certain era, I think. It's still huge. Uh, so, um, yeah, let's just go around and, and talk about our experience, I guess, with, uh, with the Madden football f- franchise, and you can say anything else you want.
3: Real quick, before we get started, I highly suggest everyone, 30 for 30, which everyone knows is ESPN's like, really cool documentary series. Yes. They have a podcast about the history of the Madden video game. Like, before it started, how it started out, the deal, with how Madden got in- involved in that. It is excellent. It is fantastic. Even if you don't care about playing Madden football video games. It's just a very good podcast about like the history of how that game series happened. It's a thirty for thirty podcast, men's game is what it's called. But I'll let someone else talk. I just everyone check. Oh, great
0: out. plug. Yeah, you should toss that uh, link yeah. in the uh, in the description for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'll check that out. I mean, look, Madden was a huge part of my life for for a number of things. Obviously, I've loved football, you know, ever since I came to this country, really. And while I've soured on the franchise in the past few years, like I played so many Madden games, it was just a, a ritual. And if you just take Madden video games and combine them into one, it's probably my most played video game ever. Um, You know, if it wasn't being released again every year, but it was, uh, I mean, every, every year, man, pre-order Madden, you know, get out of the day comes out pretty much every year up until maybe four or five years ago where I finally stopped. But it's awesome man like franchise mode all those things everything that you could do um it really put sports video games it's uh, on the map it's probably one of the most popular games um ever but not just that man like uh i also have so many fun memories of monday night football with 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 john madden you know uh just seeing him on the broadcast because like like he just brought so much i don't know how much he was involved in the video games, you know, other than being his name, to be honest, but obviously, Madden games are great. But that guy's energy to every broadcast that he was in, every interview that he did, everything that he was involved in seemed to have so much passion. Like the guy just loved what he was doing. And that, that I always found inspiring. Like that guy just loved what he was doing every minute that he was on, you know, Um, and, and I, and I would do anything to have that commentary team again, you know, Madden, Pat Summerall, um, I don't. I don't think any. Any, in my opinion, anyways, any other commentary team gets anywhere close to that. Um, so yeah, man. Rest in peace. I'm sure you lived a great life. You will definitely be missed. And I mean, he's his his mark on the industry, both in football coaching and in video games, is will be cemented forever, man. So long as EA keeps that uh, football license too. So
0: yeah, I uh, I saw some clips. Like speaking of how great of a commentator he was. <clears throat> Um, you know, like a little compilation um, easy to forget. Cause you know, he hasn't been like on TV, like regularly and forever, but like they showed some um, some highlights and um, he just had such a personality, you know, like larger than life personality and uh, had a way with words and um, you know, that, that kind of like, je ne sais quoi, like quality, like uh, that makes a great like sports commentator, a great sports commentator. So yeah, I agree, dude. Like, it was kind of taking me down memory lane like I didn't watch a ton of football growing up, but always like I could remember like two things that like as a kid you know always gonna catch uh Super Bowl and then like Thanksgiving day games because my grandfather was a huge cowboys fan, so like you know um uh yeah, absolutely so yeah go ahead zach i'll I'll let you uh
1: yeah, uh, I I I I love the Madden games. I've I've played them ever since. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe, uh, the PlayStation ones probably when I started playing them. Um, it was it was that, and then my my uh stepfather had NFL Blitz on the sixty four, so those are the we always you know just always had football uh, games going around the house. Um, I preferred the 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 more realistic ones. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't watch football, uh, when I was that young. So I, I kind of missed him on commentary. Um, by the time I started watching football, uh, like religiously, he was, uh, wasn't commentating anymore. So the only time I got to hear him on commentary other than, uh, you know, past footage was in the Madden games. And, uh, yeah, man, he's just got such a distinct voice. Like you said, a personality, like his, uh, the way that he just talked about the game was uh made it so everybody could understand what he was saying and you know it was just if you knew if if he was on uh commentary now i'm just going off of of um you know stuff that i've watched on him uh people say you know it's uh you knew you were in for a a a good night at least listening to the game so um yeah, his 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 legacy in video games will go down probably forever. Like I don't yeah, as long as I guess as they keep that license, right? And man, yeah, they definitely gotta put him on the cover of next year's game, I would assume. Or at least like a whatever, the the most expensive edition of the game or something.
2: I'll buy it. I'll buy it just, you know.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's got it. It it, it I want it'd be awesome if they put the very first cover that he had because he was on the very first Madden cover, I believe. So put that as like the new the cover of this year. That'd be pretty cool.
2: It, it absolutely should be. You want to hear a crazy stat? He uh, so John Madden had a 476 consecutive weekend uh, broadcast appearances. 476 consecutive weekends. Every you know that's that's insane. Um, granted, Especially when
3: that... the NFL season is like 16 regular weeks. Yeah. Before yeah. this year, so that's right. A lot.
2: Right. Granted, he's not working 52 weekends a year, but that's just that guy just doesn't miss. Didn't miss anything, man. Like, he, he, you saw him all the time, all the time, you know. So We missed, my dude, as he has already been for the past 10, 12 years since he stopped broadcasting.
3: Yeah, him and Al Michaels, man. That, that was the thing I grew up on watching. Actually, good, mad the I think it was 2002 or 2003 is when I was like, I'm going to start getting into football. And then that was the game that was out. So that, was, that helped me understand football on a deeper level those games are definitely simulation even at that time yeah and uh yeah so and then hearing john madden saying what is it uh uh, unstoppable force me to immovable object over and over again on the commentary in 2004 but i loved it it was great so yeah if madden wasn't a thing i probably wouldn't be as big as a football fan as i am now because nfl fever was not hitting Madden (laughs) was (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a, that's such a good point that you guys bring that up. And now that makes me uh, remember that, too, that I, I think I got into Madden first before I got into football, into professional football, because I, I gravitated towards video games. And that's actually what helped me understand football, because coming here from South America and trying to learn football, it's kind of a weird concept, you know? Um, so, yeah, I believe that my my first experience was playing um, Madden. I didn't play. I think I played them. I started playing them in the GameCube ones. You know, um, and then that's when I really got into football like religiously. So back then they had—I don't know if you guys used to wear that clothes, but did the Echo Echo clothing line? Yeah. They had a, they had so Echo wasn't was I don't know what kind of partnership they had it with Madden, but there was like an all Echo team, and it was just a bunch of the designers and rappers from Yeah, Telequelli was on. The yes, there. yes, they were yeah, on that I team. That. So, I So that. it was a uh,
0: uh, you know it was a thing. So yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, my first, uh, definitely got me into, uh, you know, football as well. Um, I like the first era of Madden games I played was for the Genesis. And actually like, I have very fond memories of, um, playing, I don't know, must've been like 94, 95 or something. Like, uh, my cousin had a Sega nomad, like he had a Genesis, but he also had a Sega nomad. And, uh, like I used to go up and stay uh, in upstate New York for like uh, a month out of the year when I was a kid. So like, you know because one of us was gonna obviously have the console the other one would have like the nomads like when we were like supposed to be sleeping so we would switch off like who would get which and i remember playing like uh madden and having like an actual like franchise team um like on the, the little nomad at night like i turn off all the lights and like have to like dim the screen you know like just in case somebody like came to check on me like uh, uh and that definitely taught me a lot about football. Um but yeah, it's like the like the 2D days, man. Where like the graphics were were not great. Like the play calling was super limited and basic. But it was uh, it was a hell of a good time for sure,
2: dude. I used to um, like when I would play the GameCube ones and and in that generation and stuff. <clears throat> and even until when I stopped playing them, every year I would create my own team of. All my friends, like I would literally make create a player for every single position, starting position yeah. offense and defense, and just have a team of my homies, you know, always like at whatever 20 years old. So we could we could be in the league for like 15 years or something like that. That's um awesome. which was which was fun, man. And then of course you, you make them all 99 everything, and then you salary cap, so you can't afford them and you lose them eventually. But <laughs> uh, yeah, some fun memories with Madden for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, R.I.P. to a legend. Uh, All the legacy well-deserved, both uh, inside and outside of of video games, obviously. Let's transition to to Marvel, who had a big month in December. We we got the entirety of uh, Hawkeye. Um, Well, really, I guess that started in November, technically. But uh, it's finished now um, uh, in December. And, uh, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so I'm going to throw a spoiler tag in here um, for both of these things because I feel like if you're if you're into Marvel stuff, you've probably seen it by now. And if you haven't, well, here here is your warning. We're going to talk full of spoilers uh, about both those things. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about first, Hawkeye or, or Spider Man?
2: Let's let's, do, let's get the appetizer in first. We'll talk
0: Hawkeye. Cool. So uh, this ended up being one of my favorite Marvel shows this year. Like I really, really. And I, I really didn't have high expectations uh, for it. Like, um, but I think uh, this was a, a stellar show, like consistent week to week, probably more so for me than most Marvel shows in terms of quality. Like, I don't know if there was any episodes that were like 10 out of 10, but I think like it was steady the entire time where like I enjoyed like uh, the the show equally pretty much from start to finish. That had a, like, you know, a strong final episode. But uh, yeah, what'd you guys think?
2: I. I enjoyed the show, um, and I, I actually I more thoroughly enjoyed it because this was like the ultimate casual show. It's it's not often that a Marvel movie and TV show really means nothing, right? Like it's a it's a side story that really has no real relevancy other than introducing Kate Bishop, but like this doesn't I really think it's do a any- lot more than that. No, I don't know. I don't I don't think it. it it's just something that you could have just told us happened, in, in 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 the backstory. Like I don't think it, it. I don't think it's that relevant, and that's okay, and like it's fine. And I and I and I think that's um, they kind of wrap that up together with the fact that there's no major end credit like th- tie into something else. You've got the uh, whatever the whole little Broadway musical thing at the end, but I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were probably disappointed that there wasn't some, I don't know, some reveal at the end of those uh, the credits and whatever. Dude,
3: but, I think but, some so of it, the characters it, are pretty big reveals. Yeah. Yes
0: yeah i mean um, kingpin uh who let's just get this out he's not dead right like no, none of us oh 100 absolutely not <laughs> yeah okay that's
1: like he gets yeah sure. he gets blinded yeah he's like comics. blind in an eye yeah that's all it is
3: he literally uh, says sometimes family doesn't see eye to eye like yeah yeah he lost an eye okay all right i'm just making sure we're we're on the
0: same page there I
2: think it could um, be. I think it could be done. I don't know. But no way. We'll, maybe, we'll see.
1: No way. No. Maybe. He's literally <laughs>
3: invincible. That she blew him up and he got up and walked away,
2: bro. That's pretty cool. Barely, barely, barely a tear on his clothes. I like. love how Kingpin is.
1: It
3: doesn't. Kingpin doesn't. Makes and sense. not just in the MCU, but it's it's like, does he have powers? You're like, no, he's just a big dude. And then he literally beats the shit out of Spider Man with his bare hands. Look, I guess he is fucking invincible. I don't know yeah. what his powers are.
2: Yeah, he's 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 out there, and obviously Vincent Danafrio's freaking great, right? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> but, but um yeah, I don't know. Like to me it was just like a super casual show and I enjoyed that it was just chill and, and fun. Like it didn't I don't think it, it gave us a whole lot of things that were super vital to the overarching story. Um I, I you know to me it's 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 not quite as like it, to me it wasn't on the same level as Loki or Captain Captain America and the winter soldier. I think I feel like those are gonna have much and even one division are gonna have much more bigger impacts on the overall MCU than I think this show is personally. I could be wrong though. Um, but but I but I thought it was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed it, I thought they did a really nice job. Um, I, I thought Echo was a pretty cool character um as well. I do think the tracks who guys were kind of lame, but they but, were kind of intended to be. I thought they were intended to be lame. Yeah, so, no, they so, very, you know, very much so, the that's jokes.
3: The comic of like, yeah, so, these guys are fucking stupid. But
2: you know, but 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 that was okay. They do finish off with introducing Kingpin. Um, You know, I would have liked to see a more serious villain a little early on because it was kind of hard to take those guys seriously. But again, I think the whole series doesn't really take itself too seriously, and that's why it was a lot of fun. So, I think that's one um, of the strengths
0: of the show, honestly, is like how standalone it was. Like, um, you know, look, Marvel's had a huge year for like setting up like the next phase of the MCU. I don't think they needed to do like another thread like i think they've got all the groundwork laid so it was nice to, to just get invested and in, like know this like more or less would be like wrapped up um in six episodes obviously like we're going to see more kate bishop we'll probably see more hawkeye uh more to, yeah oh for sure yeah i mean god it's so good to see uh florence Pugh back like she's just like you know a show stealer uh and every um there scene stealer I should say in every scene that she's in um shout out to Haley steinfeld too um who in two of my favorite things you know she's the voice of uh v uh or uh or v Vi Vi v uh anyway in arcane I'm, I'm pronouncing that wrong i've already forgotten like um bye. help me out here bye. bye yeah um so yeah shout out she's had a, a good year as well
1: and she's spider gwen
0: that's right yeah and uh into the spider verse right mm-hmm. nice. get your uh, goddamn
3: shoes off the bed gwen Adam, uh, how, how did you like Hawkeye, man? Oh, I liked it a lot, man. I had a good time. I like most of the Marvel shows. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. It's like, this is just a story about Kate Bishop and Clint Barton. And, you know, there's some other interesting characters in there, which I, I'm all I'm, I'm, all about. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, again, a smaller street level kind of a thing. Fun Christmas, especially, you know, theming. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just watch this at Christmas time because it's a Christmas show and it'll take, you know, four hours or five hours to watch. So, yeah, I'm with it. Like, it doesn't need to be a huge thing, but it's still important. Like, the fact that, you know, we have Yelena and Kate Bishop, like, knowing each other and introducing those characters. It's like, all right, we're setting up what will eventually be the next phase. of. I mean, all these shows have basically been setting up the next phase of who will have in the MCU who are important characters. So, I think it's really good. And, yeah, I think every episode is very solid. Um, I don't think there's anything that really, really sucks. Like, I especially love the beginning of, I think it's episode five. Where we see Elena get snapped and then come back, and like what it was like for her, where oh, she's just like really looks in the mirror, and then the colors on the wall change as she's coming back, and she's like, "What the fuck is going? Oh my god, it's so good!"
2: Yeah, that was the best episode for sure. It was, that was yeah. my favorite.
1: That was that was cool when you compare it to the way that uh, uh what's her name came back in uh, Rambo, Wanda, and yeah, in One Division, where she's just, just in a, a hospital. In, uh, not yeah, 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 that was cool. It's cool to see those two the way they did that.
3: I want to see everybody get snapped back. Just just show me vignettes of people coming back randomly. That'd be great. That that is pretty
2: wild. You know what I also liked about it being like lower scale or smaller scale is this is one of the few Marvel shows or movies lately where I don't find myself asking like, where the hell is everyone during this world catastrophic event? Like the the world's, you know, under attack and where the fuck are the Avengers and everyone else? This one is like, all right, this isn't something that they would even get, get wind of, you know? unlike the, some of the other stuff that we'll talk about but but yeah it was just it, it to me it felt like a little special mini series in in the comic in comic books and i loved stuff like that you know something that just kind of not distract you but it's just like a like a like a side story that has some relevance sure but it isn't it doesn't have to connect everything and be like you know big giant jaw dropping reveals and stuff even though it does have some so it was fun it's good more more of that for sure,
0: did it did it endear you more to uh, to Hawkeye? Did did it make Hawkeye a better character? I think I think it did for me.
2: Um, I no, I for me it didn't change anything for Hawkeye. I always you know I I liked the Hawkeye character because uh, I've always liked characters that shoot arrows. I don't know, I just always like bow and arrows. But um, you know, I to me I, I didn't I didn't change anything. To me, it just I think it did a much better job of warming up to Kate Bishop. Um, because she's so different than him, um, so you can kind of see the, the big difference between the two, and it doesn't feel like she's replacing him, but she's kind of becoming her own thing, yeah. um, which I which I which I like to see as opposed to a character flat out being replaced. Um, so no, I didn't change much for me for for Hawkeye, but but it does make me excited about her, which I I think she did such a great job, and she's such a fun personality. I think
3: so. Look, I also to like to see. Just when the older characters quote unquote, or just the human characters, like what he goes through, just like the fact that they're like, why why, why did you lose some of your hearing? And then it's just a vignette of him just like getting blown up and shot at by aliens and shit. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, like, yeah, like he's just a dude, like he's extremely talented, but like, you know, I like seeing, you know, when characters go through stuff and they're like, oh, this is what happens when a normal dude fights aliens multiple times and gets destroyed constantly.
2: I am curious as to what else like him and his wife were into. You know, that's uh, I don't know if I missed some of that or something. Like oh, him. she's an agent
3: of Shield, or she used to be an agent of Shield. Mockingbird. She was she, was she in the show? His wife? No. no
2: yeah, no. I don't remember her from. Okay, I
0: think so. that's supposed to be like, you know like a reveal on the show yeah.
3: like um... no not the show but like she she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. before like she's agent mm-hmm. Third, like he said Mockingbird it's a character that's in the comments but it's like yeah she used to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. that's why when she's like oh do your thing go to work oh yes. I'm tracking I'm just like oh she used to be an agent that's just like a little fun reveal for that mm, she was also in Scooby-Doo
2: so yeah, yeah. Who's, who's she in Scooby-Doo
3: she's Belma dude Belma, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie forever god I didn't realize that was her awesome. that's the
2: real team she's trying to protect
3: yeah yeah <laughs> i saw the the meme uh, a couple of days ago for that was
0: funny as fuck yeah Yeah. um yeah i I don't know i think it added like a little bit of depth i like seeing like you know it gave him time to like react uh and vocalize like some of the like the fallout of like you know um black widow's death like i i I like that like those scenes are really really good impactful um and then like you know like uh having to deal with the consequences of being Ronan too I thought that was a, a smart choice like because it's you know for pacing purposes like it's a pretty quick transition in the, in the films you know and you see him and it's easy to understand but like it would feel odd if he was just kind of going back to being Hawkeye and was like oh yeah I was just a, a rampaging murdering like vigilante for like a couple of years and it had no effect on me right so I'm glad they acknowledge that and
1: kind of tie that into the show uh, yeah, so let's if, oh, go ahead and that- I was just gonna say, uh, I I think I think as far as setting up future things, I think it I think it does a lot actually because I think one, I think they're if you're bringing Kingpin over now, you're gonna he's going going to be the big bad of a whether it's a small little TV group of people or or something, but he 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 in the comics, he's the bad guy for a lot of people and. Um, so I, I have a feeling we'll see him in the echo series. We'll see him and um, whatever they do with Daredevil going forward because he we obviously know he's coming back. maybe She-Hulk yeah She-Hulk would be another good one because I, I guarantee you see Matt Murdock and She-Hulk and um and with uh now that Kate Bishop is associated with him, beat him So like there's no way that he just uh you know goes away I think we'll be seeing a lot more of him. Um. Yeah I, I I think I think it's really cool. Uh, one of my favorite moments from the show was uh, when they were talking about uh, when she asked him, "What's the uh what was your what she say? What's your best shot?" And she's like, "It's like the one shot I didn't take." And she was like, "Oh, what shot was that?" And he's like, "The one that I didn't take on Natasha." And then like later on in that episode, they're fighting on the roof, and sure enough, Yelena comes out and she's got the bow drawn on her. And Yelena gives her a little nod and she doesn't shoot her. So boom, right there. What's the best shot? The one shot she didn't take. And they're obviously going to become best friends. So that's awesome. Their chemistry is already unbelievable. So i watch those two all day. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. Day. <laughs> they're great. So good. And the way she calls her Kate Bishop, every time she talks to her, It's just so (laughs) yeah. And and it and it and it it doesn't get old, right? It's it's because the way the way that they banter and everything, it just fits so well. And I'm excited to see more of that. And uh, you know, for for taking over because they straight up tell you at the end of the episode, uh at the end of the, the the last episode, she's just gonna take over the Hawkeye mantle, she's going to be Hawkeye, and um it's it's going to be, you know, awesome it's going to be able to see, you know, them grow. We not that we didn't get to see uh, um, Clint and Natasha grow, but, you know, they were well into their careers as as who they were by the time we met them. So seeing Kate Bishop and Yelena, I mean, Yelena has been doing her thing a little longer, but
2: that's fair. We didn't we didn't see them grow. We saw them bond, you know, in their relationship, but we didn't see them grow together. So that's fair.
1: Yeah. So I think I think that's going to be super cool. Um. Uh, yeah I, I think i think it's gonna uh be awesome like i said i'm 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 re-watching daredevil now uh, my girlfriend's never seen it so we're we're re-watching it um because i mocked out when he came out in the movie theater even though i i, I fully expected him to come out man but when he did and he caught the i'm gonna i'm giggling when he caught the brick <laughs> uh and i was i was like yeah now we gotta go watch his series um But yeah, just seeing Vincent D'Onofrio again, man, as Kingpin, he fucking owns it, man. And I'm so excited to see them two again, you know, going forward like they have fully established them now in the MCU. Not that the Daredevil show wasn't, but it was kind of always its own thing.
0: It's the same, you know, like version. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, I never finished the Daredevil show. I I only watched the uh, first two uh, seasons. The third season
1: is absolutely phenomenal
0: what i've heard so uh, i've got one more season of the americans and then like the plan is to go back and,
1: and re-watch uh because season show. two i don't i don't i'm on season one right now but season two kingpin's not in it a whole lot right no it's <sighs> primarily like the shit
0: with like the punisher if i remember right and yeah. then uh, Electra, all... right yeah Electra.
1: Electra and that's also
2: yeah. <laughs> where we get in my opinion the best fight scene in the mcu is that's the stairwell Stair, stairwell no, wait wait season that wait. One? so one.
1: season one's got the hallway scene the stair yeah. the what's stair, the big oh, stairwell yeah. thing. i think yeah that's season yeah. two Season two. Yeah. that to me is like my favorite shit ever that shit was sick is that the one take one from season two
2: yeah they do the one, do they the they one... all the way around yeah, He's just fucking fighting all the way down a bunch of people the only one that did, rival that i think is one of the ones in shang
0: shang chi which is pretty wait. sick but you're talking about like the uh the scaffolding like oh, on the yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But I do, I do want to finish it, um, you know, or like go back and, and rewatch it just because like, you know, knowing that there's like, they're going
1: to carry that forward. It'd be cool to kind of, do you think we'll stuff. see uh, the other characters? Like, do you think Jessica Jones or Luke Cage make the jump or I think oh, the most, we see them.
0: The Punisher is probably the next most likely person to make the jump because that show was well-liked, uh, you know, um, uh bernthal um i is it what's his john, name? john, john bernthal john yeah. john yeah yeah um is well liked like you know he like his approach to that character and like you know he's he's been very vocal about wanting to come back i think like going from the bottom up like least likely like i, I think like <laughs> iron fist like you can pretty much kiss that goodbye like They'll as recast much as i would <laughs> yeah as much as I would like to see uh like Luke Cage come back, like I feel like that's like you know, I, I enjoyed like I just I think they they shot their wad too early on that show. That'd like, be like hard,
3: especially with the bad guy in that show now being blade. It's just kind yeah, of well, yeah, well I was like like they that's killed
0: like he was the best character, Hey, like, he's I, the best part.
2: Not the first time something like that's happened, so yeah. they can um, hey they
1: could just be like, Yeah, that was a different universe, dude.
0: Yeah, um yeah. Jessica Jones. Um, I feel like is probably like below like maybe you know but i don't know how much interest she has and coming back um to to do the show so yeah
2: i hope they come back uh, at least in some capacity you know now we've seen with marvel anything is possible um but no i mean they're like luke cage and then they're definitely from the same universe because they made that pretty clear on the show they're definitely in this same universe they're part of the mcu they just had never crossed over because they reference they reference the, 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 the yeah all the events, the 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 battle in New York or whatever. So they reference a lot of that stuff in there. So I would like to see them in there because I, I think they add a a, a different dynamic. Because um, the, the thing with the defenders is they're they're more human, right? They're a little bit more normal. Like you know, like Luke Cage is yeah he's like bulletproof, but he can't like I don't know he's not a god or whatever. And Jessica he Jones ain't fighting the Hulk. Yeah, Jessica Jones has super strength, and and I think they alluded to her maybe being able to fly or just jump really high, far or whatever. So, yeah, I feel like they, I feel like they they could find a way to incorporate them, but I don't know, I don't know what their plans are.
0: So let's uh, use Daredevil as a pivot point because like I think that was one of many you know great moments um, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I think most of us saw that opening weekend, right? Like, like what a great crowd movie. Like that was a reminder. Oh, I love for it, me a
1: movies and theaters,
0: but like the big ones, especially, I mean, like, you know, like there's Marvel movies and theaters, and then there's shit like this where like, like yeah,
1: like almost like a, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for. Like, an, it's, it's like an event film is if that's the right word. It's like
0: going to a sports
1: game. I mean, like the yeah. level of
0: cheering and stuff like is like unbelievable. I mean, um, so like uh, Marianne's been to a couple of big Marvel films like so we saw Endgame and Infinity War but like she forgets sometimes and she was just like holy Christ like you know I cannot believe like how like energetic that crowd was like and I'm like I know I I was fully expecting it because I've been to
1: enough of these now to like to know but it's a great way to see it Real quick, I want to ask you guys while I have this up before we get into anything else. I'm gonna read you real quick the list of movies coming out after this in phase four. Do you think any of them will get the as big of a pop in any way, shape or form as we got in Spider-Man?
2: I don't I don't care what you
1: announced. nope so nothing you say is gonna do it, but okay, go ahead. The new Doctor Strange no. uh, Thor Eleven Thunder, Black Panther Two, Captain Marvel Two, Guardians Three, Blade. Quantum Mania. Sorry, Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp, Fantastic yeah. Four.
2: Black Panther is going to have some moments for sentimental reasons, obviously, but um, I don't think anything there's anything that's ever going to come close to this no, because you're talking about you're, t- you're talking about <laughs> 20 years worth of Spider-Man being just culminate. put together yeah, into this. You you can't, man. This is the only this this to me is up there with <laughs> Star Wars and Lord of the Ring trilogies like like the kind of investment that you have into that story and the characters, that's what this is to me. The only other moment that has something close to this. Right. And I think of like the theater reaction was uh, when Spider-Man came out in civil war, right. When he finally comes out in in, in civil war. I I, wish they hadn't
0: blown that in the the trailers, by the way. Right.
2: But when you finally see it, like that's kind of what gets, so you take that and that happens about 15 or 20 times in this fucking movie, you know, at least at a minimum. And, and, All surprises for the most part.
0: I will say if the rumors I've heard about Multiverse of Madness that seem to have some steam, some validity are true, um, that there, there could be a couple of that level, mo- not like holistically as a, as a movie, like We're not to that goosebumps. scale. But like, it, I don't know if you, I don't want to like ruin it for anyone who's like stared clear of like the rumors for that. But like, you, what are the rumors? Well, do you do you really want to know? Like these are things that I would want to be surprised on.
2: I mean, I'm going to be a surprise because I'm I'm not going to. I mean, I personally am not going to take them as true until it happens.
0: Uh, so McAvoy's like Professor X and Jackman's Wolverine are the two things
1: that I've heard. I heard Wolverine, dude, and I will shit my fucking pants if they pull Logan. Into I think
0: the I, I think like those like especially Wolverine. like if Wolverine pops up in Multiverse of Madness, I think like that could be a moment. That Would be as big, oh, like I got goosebumps, dude, but but not sustained, like it's not like on like the whole movie, yeah. like like comparing like apples to apples. No, no way. Because here's yeah, the that thing that's the what closest. Is, what if that's how you no.
1: pull everyone over? You could pull, what if you yeah. all right? So, who would get a bigger pup, McAvoy or or um Jackman? There's no, way. Uh, no, no, no. I'm pup. sorry, oh, come um, on, name? uh, not uh, you Deadpool? get uh, Ian McKellen, you get um, um uh, Patrick Stewart, Patrick, Patrick Stewart.
0: Stewart,
1: yeah, like if you pull them over, that's going back just as far as Spider Man 1. I've heard, I've heard that. Yes, there's a possibility okay, the as well. closest oh
2: thing would be unless you're pulling over everyone from the X Men movies plus Deadpool, you just need them three. <laughs> no, just you them need three. De- no, you need Deadpool. Oh, the- he's definitely cool. coming.
1: They already said he's. But oh I'm my saying, God, how do you bring him <laughs> into? Dude? But I'm oh saying,
2: yeah, and talking about a movie that could that could top or, or or compare that kind of reaction, unless you're pulling all those characters in yeah. in Doctor Strange's movie. It ain't happening, even even if it's Hugh, Hugh Jackman's definitely the biggest one. But it would be bring,
0: it, it would be a Marvel move to do some shit like that, though. Like I will say to like have back to back movies where like, I mean, I could see is, one I or two one, though, huh? I could see oh, one or God. two,
2: but I but I don't I don't I don't think it'll be that big. We'll see. What so, if they bring right Cable. Yeah, be
3: <laughs> as cool as all no. that would be? Spider Man's different on a different fucking level. It is like it is. as for like a general, everybody fucking like Spider Man. Everybody. That's so you, you, you can't maybe get than
2: that. you maybe get Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, McAvoy, Deadpool, and Fast Wesley Fender. Snipes. Wesley Snipes, for oh, the original yeah.
1: <laughs> Then <laughs> that would be awesome. T-
2: then we can fucking talk. All right, um, and then all and from both shitty Fantastic Four movies
0: do and you then think send, that'll and have, then
2: send them back in and like, like,
0: do you moment. think that'll be like the, <laughs> the culmination like like the uh, the end game version of like this phase of Marvel is just going to be like every fucking person like in all of existence like from the old shit that would be pretty wild I mean it's it multiverse multiverse, cool. multiverse multiverse but uh, let's talk a little bit about Spider-Man specifically so um, I mean my expectations were very high going in this movie and uh, like they were like in, I don't mean this like, you know, it's in a derogatory sense, but they were met like, you know, like my expectations were met. I wouldn't say they were exceeded, but my expectations were unbelievably high going into this. And like, I think it delivered like in every single way that I I wanted it to like, um, you know, obviously like having Toby and Andrew back were fantastic, but I think like the thing that like really surprised me the most and the thing that I liked most about this movie was like the messaging of like, Kind of tackling a Spider Man story like with the villains, like in a way that is so loyal and faithful to like who Spider Man is, which is trying to help the villains like get well, um, instead of sending them back to like to to die. Like, I thought that was probably the best thing this movie did for me was like, uh, that being the story, like that being the crux of the story and sort of how the other two Spider Man Spider Men, um, help, um, you know, are uh, the the uh, see. I'm already like I'm I'm blanking out because I'm I have sensory overload right now. Uh, the fucking what's his name? Oh my Tom god! Holland? Yes, thank you. I, I think it was like every Spider-Man besides him. Yes, Tom Hollins,
3: uh, Peter Spider-Man. one. Peter one. Yeah, yeah Peter exactly. One. <laughs> yeah, it's that problem. I, it's um, it's really nice because everyone gets closure from those old movies with like yes. especially like when Doc Ock's like talking to fucking Toby's like you look good, my boy. It's like oh man, we need else.
2: Anyone else cry when uh, Spider-Man 3, sa- or Peter 3 saved uh, um,
3: MJ? He saved MJ because he couldn't save Gwen? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. And Garfield yeah. is just great in this movie because Andrew Garfield's a great
1: actor. People so were giving him shit. Now so they've got good. that petition out too. Everybody wants a third movie from him now. I take it.
2: Oh, oh
3: it. you're amazing. You're, you're amazing
2: when you were telling him that. Or I, I'm something of a scientist myself. That oh, oh, fucking great. They did <laughs> the point
3: too. Oh, yeah, they did. The, the thing is, like, Willem Dafoe, I don't even know where,
2: how, we don't even know where to start here. Look, just, know, look at great. this. I like, just started with Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is, awesome, bro. is
3: so fucking good in this movie. Like, holy yeah. shit. He just, yeah, besides he the mean in. thing, which was great, but just like as a character, it's like he got to have, like, he got to re-come back to this and, and be vicious. And then, like, when he beats, Peter Parker's ass in that apartment is straight up giving him suplexes and shit. Something yeah, like Holy power fuck. bombs and shit. He was beating the shit out of him. He it's is like, probably the stupidest villain from the
0: original trilogy too. Like like he, uh, that that villain, like I, I rewatched like the Toby ones, like doesn't really hold up all that well. Like he's very like over the top and kind of goofy and dumb. Like, and they made him a cool like villain again, like in this, like I really it's like cool. that they the way, the way handle that character well and like you know just like <clears throat> showing kind of two sides of that character and how like you know he genuinely wanted to be like helped and like he was ashamed and kind of sad at the
3: stuff that he had done you know like when he wasn't himself and
0: you know yeah when he's message. norman
3: in feast or whatever it's like oh yeah this dude is just like he's scared and alone and then he mentions his son and it's like fuck yeah
2: that's did right you guys, did you guys read like on the conditions of, of his return like
1: he wanted to well, do all his own stunts and shit,
2: dude. He he said he only he was only willing to come back if it wasn't a glorified cameo. Like he wanted to be doing shit. He wanted yeah. to ensure that he was going to be actually like a vital part of the movie. That his character was going to be like me, like meaningful. And man, he fucking delivered. Like you could have just given me just the Green Goblin, and I would have been satisfied because he was that damn good. Just the fact that you had these other guys. I mean, uh, Doc Ock was was freaking great. Also, man, see and seeing that character get um you know come back to the light you know was 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 awesome like the whole thing was good and i'm glad it wasn't just happy endings for everything but um god man the movie was so damn good i can't i i you know you, you said that it met your expectations in in most of most ways it exceeded mine there's one one thing that i'm disappointed in um and it's okay because it's offset by how how much i loved about this movie and it's the one thing that we talked about when we were when we had our like, uh, I think it was after the first trailer that had finally come out. We had a, an episode where we talked about it and I was like, oh, is, is Doctor Strange really stupid enough to fuck this all up? And the answer is yes. Yes. They 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 kind of do him a little dirty, man. Like th- this guy has seen millions of different endings and uh, how much of end of the worlds he saw and universe and he did all this shit for 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 some kid to not know his identity or whatever. Like and he let him mess with the spell and he gets his ass kicked by him. I that that is the one thing I found that moment was so good. I mean, look, it, I, I love the movie and I love everything about it so, so much. And I and I cannot recall leaving a theater other than maybe some of the Star Wars movies with such a good feeling like of nostalgia and just just happiness. Just I left that like with just a big <clears throat> smile on my face. Um but that was the one thing that i was disappointed in is just like uh, dr strange behaved like a rookie like he was just learning how to be a sorcerer and all that stuff you know like not not after a guy who's been through the things that he's been through with with the avengers movie and stuff like that that was a uh, I, I think to his de- come defense up in a better way
0: yeah i mean i think to his defense too like you know he i think he sees peter for like what he is which, which is like just a kid and I think he wants to like genuinely do some good for him to be like, hey, like you helped like us defeat Thanos, like you're just a kid. Like he says that in want, the movie too,
1: right? He's like, like I, all, I sometimes forget you're a
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah, all, but I... no, he he wants some normalcy. Like, I, I think like his intentions are are there. And like also like part of his character, is, like, you know, traits is that he's a little overconfident in his abilities and sort of
3: like He's arrogant as fuck. And he's mad he's not sorcerer supreme on a yeah. technicality. Yeah, Yeah, but,
2: you know, so I was, I was watching this, um, I was watching a YouTube video that had a take on this, that kind of, because I was kind of conflicted. I'm like, dude, it's kind of dumb. But then they they made sense. How about the fact that when he goes, um, you know, when he gets mad, he goes, oh, you haven't even tried to talk to the admissions to see if they'll get you in or something like that. And then he ends up casting the spell. Like, like, that was just weird to me. Like, why would that matter? So if he had and they said no, then you would change their minds anyways? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's I have a hard time criticizing it because like, I don't know how else you could have done it. Like how else do you break the, the multiverse? But it just seems to be a lot of irresponsible, bad decisions on Dr. Strange's part, which would make more sense if it was like, at, like during his first movie or when he was just starting out, but not after everything that's happened for him to fuck with that kind of stuff. Now it just seems unlike him. Unlike yeah. what we've seen, you know, hopefully, maybe they'll, they'll do him. Ju- I think they'll do him justice in the, this next coming movie, but and I don't know how else they could have pulled it off, and you know, in, in any other way, but yeah, they he, he's kind of an idiot, he's, he kind of makes a lot of bad decisions in this movie. You There's know? a couple
3: things that they just have to do because they got to make the movie happen. Like, it he sees Peter as a kid and he's arrogant, I think that makes sense that he would do the spell. He's like, I can figure, I'm Doctor Strange, I can do this, but also <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Doesn't know who Peter Parker is, so it makes no sense Electro's there, but also I want Jamie Foxx to be there. So I'll overlook that. Yeah. 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 So, like it, that's, that's fine. An, I want like, to be there.
2: Like that's the the one thing that I thought was a little bit inconsistent or really inconsistent, but man, it's 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 completely over offset by just all the awesomeness of everything else that is about this movie and everything that it that it gave me. And how about a little uh Miles Morales foreshadowing there? You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Jamie
2: Foxx. So <laughs>
0: the only point of contention i had or like not point of contention just i was a little disappointed was actually the daredevil like reveal like followed by like like nothing and that's just a testament to like me wanting a bit more like obviously he wasn't going to be a big part of the movie because like that takes away from like what this is which is a showcase of like spider-man and spider-man villains i just kind of wish that there was just a just like a little bit more, but like it's like nitpicky on my part, you know. Like, and I, I recognize that's nitpicky, but I do. I, uh, I feel like it was a tiny bit wasted to have, like, yes, it's cool. He catches the thing, um, and he's like the attorney, but like, like there's like no interplay from that. I think it was like a bit of a wasted reveal to have that be like. Um, yeah. it felt like like it, you know, it was uh, almost like a post credit thing, you know. Like, um, I don't know. Like it just. I think it was okay. that's exactly
1: what it felt like. It was like a post-credit scene in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like just, when you're going to see him again. Like they that's they were just like, all right, he, he's here.
2: Yeah, I guess it's just like a, them letting you know, hey, we're not done with him yet. But uh yeah, which I, I'm I, so I, thankful for. Yeah, yeah, which is cool, which is cool. even though that was also kind of like confirmed. They didn't we didn't know he was going to be in the movie, but um he played that off so well. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a deleted scene that might have a minute in the, in the, something that didn't make it past the cutting room floor or something like that. um When the full movie
1: comes out on DVD I, or whatever, I think as far as Dr. Strange goes too, I think uh the, the trailer kind of uh the trailer that they show for the multiverse of madness at the end kind of does a, you know, a, a, a decent job at saying like, you know, he, 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 yeah, oh, he God. fucked, he <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like he, he messed with shit that he wasn't, You know he didn't fully grasp, and maybe he shouldn't have been doing that. And if did you guys watch What If? Um, Not 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 that one. Not all of it. Yeah. So there's an episode. What if Doctor Strange? Yeah, there's an episode where he the Doc version of Doctor Strange comes out, and man, yeah, he is he is powerful as shit, and um, it's it's gonna be so interesting to see that play out live action, man, because it's polar opposites. Like imagine that arrogance, but like in a bad guy right and like that's just not something that uh you want to mess with but yeah man the movie itself like you said was just moment on top a moment of like just fan service man like like and the whole thing about the story too like the redemption act for the hero i mean for the villains was not expect how i expected this this story to go um how they introduced uh andrew and toby was not how i expected them to get introduced but it fits so well. And then that moment was so perfect. Like I I can't think of another way I'd want them to come in now after seeing that other than maybe like saving him or something. But I think the emotional impact of the way they came in was awesome. And and the conversation that they had uh, on the roof about how their uh, their Uncle Ben's died and how on that night that both of them died, they did the with great power comes great responsibility, which is fucking awesome to finally hear. In in uh, this Spider Man uh, story, um, it was awesome to see it come from her. That scene itself was absolutely gut wrenching. Oh, uh, the yeah! They death was they. they I didn't did see it that so coming. Well,
2: I, I didn't see that coming. Honestly, no, they really didn't. I <laughs> didn't she popped, she popped
1: back up, man, and you were like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Like,
2: yeah,
0: I
1: thought it was, was happening. Up? They're like, "Oh, okay, it's not we're not we're not doing that." <gasps> that was that yeah. hurt, man. And, hurt. and and that just showed like. Damn, man, this is Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin ain't, ain't is not fucking around, and um, yeah, like you said about him, it was just so good to see him come back. And every time he was on screen, man, he just he just chewed it up, and he fucking he he did it so well. And um, man, when when they were all uh, swinging at the end on the the awesome Captain America fucking Statue of Liberty, um. When when uh Tom Holland was like, Yeah, we're not working as a team, or whatever, he's like, but I've worked on a team, I'm part of the Avengers. And Toby Maguire was like, That is great. He was like, What is that?
0: <laughs> I mean, the the money shot when they all like I had goosebumps oh, when they all God. when they all landed, you know, like in yeah. their, like, different poses, like that was.
1: I, but then they all started swinging off each other, like swing, like web attaching to each other to like catapult each other up and stuff, like stuff that I would never think of for these three guys to be doing with each other. And like, man, it was it was so they it, they fucking nailed that.
2: One of the things that was uncharacteristic, but I loved it because it worked so well was how often they took their masks off. You know, yeah. so you could see who was who constantly and actually like just like a constant reminder of this is really happening. You know, like. Being able to see their face all the time and the interactions that they were having, um, which is weird because no, Spider-Man normally doesn't take it off. But I guess these guys don't give a fuck. They're they're not from there. Who cares if who they if they know who they are, right? Um, but but seeing them so spend so much time without a mask was was pretty awesome. Um, and talking also, about like,
1: to- Toby's friggin' oh yeah, his web- <laughs> is that the only thing that?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I love the scene of of um keep mj right it's in dia's character and and ned like questioning trying to make um andrew garfield prove himself yeah. like no nah, anybody could do that he's like crawl. he's like no he's like it throws the fucking bread at him your spidey sense is like yeah but it's when i'm in danger yeah, not just bread. fucking bread <laughs> like <laughs> so, oh man it was everything was just so so well done the movie wasn't wasn't too cheesy or corny it had a serious moment it was
1: funny man Yo, the tease with Ned, like Dr. Strange was like, oh, you worked that the sling ring, huh? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, hmm. So like that's a tease, right? They got to come back to that at some point. I feel like you can't Uh, just drop that there and then walk away from it.
2: And and I don't even think it's recency bias, but I'm just going to this is my favorite Marvel MCU movie. I get it just has to be. I get it that they have an easier road to that because you're bringing back so much nostalgia
1: but, but I, it worked I, I think, but you it, did such yeah. a great job of it man yeah you, you still have to tie all fucking... that
0: together in a way that doesn't feel the music like, man forced. when the different
1: spider-man's music came in oh my and God. green goblin's theme was
3: hit and i was like oh
1: shit there he is <laughs> yeah. yeah no, Dude, they did a great so job good. with the score all right so after know. this you you all we saw all spider-man on screen together right who's got the best suit oh you amazing know, spider-man 2 is the best suit you Me think too. so yeah i think I, saw, i'm I'm i think toby a... toby's the way the lines defined and everything it just like aw, thick it, lines. Look, yeah. it looks so good i man. like the I'd, I'd eyes never...
0: of the tom holland like you know how like the eyes can like get a little the... more what about the new expressive.
1: what about his new suit man he has like his the black one his full... the no, black his... and gold one no, the gold nah, at, yeah. at the very end he has like his full-blown costume oh yeah it's costume just like the costume, costume. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah, that, yeah. Was that was awesome That was the thing
3: about the end of the movie which is interesting and sad because it's like, oh, now Peter's sad again because he's all by himself. Classic Spider-Man. But then, basically, these this trilogy, which is a setup for like, oh, now it's Peter Parker like being Spider-Man compared to like being a kid in high school. Now he's just, you know, got to get his GED because everyone forgot who he was. And now it's like this is, you know, Spider-Man like we know from the other. movies, like Spider-Man in New York doing his thing. And then I will one thing real quick. I'm gonna you go ahead and say because I'll save it for last
0: no no i uh, this is a good segue so you can continue yeah, yeah
3: how do you feel about the venom thing i was
1: just gonna ask that
3: because i like the idea of tom hardy being in the mcu even though those movies are very okay at best i still like tom hardy as venom and then they just hate he because in venom spoilers for venom he gets pulled into the mcu that's like the post-credit scene it's like he just gets shifts universes and then here he's hanging out with uh the dude from uh Danny Almost. Rojas, yeah, Danny Rojas. Football is life. Football is life. He was just <laughs> hanging out with him, and then he just goes away. And I'm like, I understand they did it to leave the symbiote, but I would have honestly would have liked Tom Hardy to be in the MCU. Like, I don't,
2: I don't know. That's the I, thing. So, Will it
3: be him? It, I was lukewarm. No, it just left the symbiote. It's not going to be him. It, it'll yeah, be the same oh, symbiote. Yeah, that's right. That's right. For yeah, that yeah. reason,
0: because it, it felt more like a plot device. Where I was like, those movies look okay. Like they look like like a good laugh, like to me. But like you know whatever um so
1: uh you know
0: i i felt lukewarm on it i don't know any rojas's venom yeah
2: that's I, what i'm I, hoping
1: for <laughs> I, I i just don't want to see i don't want to see flash thompson this flash thompson turn into venom at all oh yeah um, I, I hate uh,
2: that i hate that act uh, that casting yeah it's uh, so, so lame
1: and we haven't seen we haven't been introduced to the eddie brock of the mcu yet so um It'll be interesting if it's Tom Hottie and if they let Tom Hottie play a different version of Eddie Brock. um, So that way uh, he could still whatever be in that version in this one. I don't know if they're going to even make another Venom after let there be carnage.
3: They made so much money, dude. It made like 700 million dollars in the pandemic. They're going to make another one.
1: All right. So they make another one. Right. So I think it would be interesting if you let Tom Hottie do both. Right. Let him play two different versions of the character because they've established now and it's accepted. Right. The multiverse is a thing. It's not like it's something that we have to drop on people and be like, here's why there's this version of Venom in this version. It, it's no now. We, we got it. Multiverse has happened. So, yeah. But if if not, yeah, it'd be super interesting to see who they cast. Um, I think Tom Hardy can work with fucking anyone. So I would love to see him. Um, do I, it. I, I just don't want to see him be that bumbling like ugh, the guy. I want to see him be a little more a little so serious. I,
2: I think Tom Hardy would be great in the MCU, but I don't think that Venom would be great in like that That's
1: character. Saying, that play he's a different, right yeah. a variant of Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. maybe
2: <laughs> That that would work because just that particular <laughs> the one from those Venom movies just does not fit. He's a, he's like this hero, whatever. He's a, a just, joker too. He's just, he's yeah. Who's got
0: you know who's got the physique for for Venom? Me. Dwayne the Rock Hardy? Johnson. Oh Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson.
2: <laughs> he doesn't need a suit.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> legit, like, like, I mean, like he's got like the fucking physique to actually
1: be that know. character, man. But... Would you, would you, oh man, I, I've I always think... thought about that. Who the fuck would the rock be in the MCU, man?
2: I don't know. Uh, somebody that, that anymore. somebody that wears jungle safari clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what character does
3: that. You know what? So... I It's, it's kind of a, a blessing and a curse because the only reason we Raven. didn't go grace yeah. The only reason we didn't get Topher Grace in this movie is because they had the Tom Hardy thing. So, if those Tom Hardy movies weren't, we would have to see Topher Grace again. And I like Topher Grace as an actor, but they had every villain except for Topher Grace. And, like, there's a reason for that.
1: There's yeah. a fucking reason. Man, for that. they literally, that was literally Eric Foreman in Venom. That was all that was. He was playing Eric Foreman. And then they threw fucking a black Venom suit on him. Yeah. So,
0: okay. uh, look. As we wind down, I want to ask you guys. So, like, obviously, like this movie ends on a note that basically allows them to like. This could be the end of like that Spider-Man if they wanted to, right? Like, presumably, if like, like it's, it's well, they said not another satisfying. trilogy, right? Well,
3: that's been like the, the the rumor discussion, right? But like some people, that's what Amy Pascal say. says, and Tom Hart or Tom Holland's like, I don't know if I want to keep acting. So yeah, uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, right. Money um, talks, man.
2: he's been doing that shit forever though
0: where do you where do you guys think it goes like do we do we go to miles morales like from here do we get more peter parker spider-man like
1: i I think you introduce i think this is now he's been spider-man for at least 10 years or whatever by the time i'm I'm guessing the next ones come out right he's seasoned now that perfect time to introduce miles and maybe the second movie and then the third movie, you have Peter pass the torch of Spider-Man to Miles. So you can continue the Spider-Man story, but you don't need to have Tom Holland be Spider-Man anymore. And you do the Sinister Six. You need uh I think you need a street street level villain for him. He doesn't need these uh goblin. Yeah, he doesn't need over the top crazy, like can destroy an entire city oh, villain Scorpion. all
3: Scorpion. We yeah, we've seen in Scorpion, Scorpion in the MCU. Bring yeah.
1: in Craven, bring in um uh, like someone like Vulture, like right Rhino, bringing somebody some that—that'd <laughs> be cool. Bringing bringing somebody who who is threatening his area of the city,
0: right? I mean, like, Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin is a yes, uh, my yes is, is a Spider Man villain, like in, yes. in some of the comics. So you—that's could... what his
1: suit is from. You, that that his his yeah. com- his um costume from um, Hawkeye is from a Spider Man comic. And... So you, you could have,
0: I mean, you could have, you know, that. uh And then you continue, presumably, the relationship between Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And uh, although I guess I guess he would forget uh, Daredevil for- would forget uh, who Spider-Man was, like everybody else, supposedly.
1: But but like he has nothing in the pipeline until at least uh, like there's no Spider-Man on the pipeline for the rest of phase four. Phase four runs to 2023. So the next movie presumably wouldn't be coming out until at least. 2024 right so like that's a, a long time yeah I'm saying 2025
0: yeah oh it definitely Spider won't Band be 2024
1: movie. for sure I'm just saying that's the earliest it could as far as what we know for slated movies
0: and I'm saying it's totally on the fence like I, I could see him doing more I could see them like passing off the, the torch or do I mean he's, else even bring I
1: mean, him in one more right just have him in one more and then you introduce Miles if that's the case you guys are talking about standalone
2: movies not some like Avengers type movies right yeah. because N- no I yeah, mean, yeah i think it's like, all but confirmed that we're heading towards secret wars where you know sp- this spider-man should play a prominent role in it
0: yeah yeah no, I'm, I'm saying standalone like uh, yeah yeah i don't think this is tom holland's last mcu movie like oh, i think okay. they, he, i think he'd have a, a bigger send-off i i mean like as far as that character like you know as part of like uh the marvel cinematic universe but um like the standalone movies yeah well, it'll be interesting uh for sure uh to see where it goes but uh, yeah, the hell of a movie I I do I do want to go see it again. I would have already if it hadn't been for COVID. The plan was to go see it with my my folks who know nothing. Like they they, they are not dialed into any of this shit and they loved like the Toby Maguire movies like we saw all those like, you know, when they came out. So uh if they can manage to avoid spoilers, it'll be fun like in you know, a couple of weeks to go see this with my mom who will probably lose her mind you know be like oh my god all of it will be a surprise like the villains too so Um, i think i think one
2: one thing on that like you need to have a spider-man and x-men thing i don't know if it's going to be in a standalone movie for one or the other but i think it would be a shame to go into to go to a miles morales if this particular if Tom Holland, Spider-Man never interacts with the X-Men, I, I would feel like that'd be or Deadpool for that matter.
0: Yes. I feel like there's oh,
2: man. there's way too much, <laughs> uh, especially if they're acquiring them. Right. Like if, it's, if that's really happening, there's so much opportunity uh, with making great movies and content in which Spider-Man is involved with both Deadpool and the X-Men. Um, that I'd be really disappointed if we went to Miles Morales before any of that happened. I don't know if it's going to be in standalone movies or an X-Men movie or a Deadpool movie where that happens, but I mean, come on, Tom Holland with uh, Ryan Reynolds would just be
1: great. I feel like, you know, it could be a lot of fun. I think you throw Ryan Reynolds in with anybody in the MCU, man. And I just can't wait to see that content. It's true.
2: That's true. I can't wait, dude. So I I, I hope, uh, I hope we get something like that because that's, some some of the best comics in in Marvel period involve Spider-Man crossing over with 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 those characters man
0: it's huge well plenty to uh, to look forward to that's for sure um as we wind up uh for the rest of phase 4 and uh beyond um i mean one thing is clear marvel is still killing it like with their programming it's it's wild to me how many shows and movies have come out this year and how many of them have been like good to great you know
1: or beyond
0: so
2: it'll miss they don't miss
1: we'll never see anything like this again man i was just talking to my friends about that it, it, it's the mcu is like one of the greatest feats in hollywood history like it, it, it's unbelievable
2: I, I hope i live long enough to see it all the way through
1: I don't. Is there going to be a fucking end to it, man? Like, yeah. what has happened? Like, you always go to an end. Yeah. You I'll could always, so to an end. You you could always revert it back in on itself and and and, and restart a timeline and just restart over In time.
3: 2040, they'll be like, Marvel's been <laughs> gone for five years. We're coming back with Iron Man 1. But yeah. by then, we'll be old.
1: So it's fine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it'll be like some slow piano notes, like a, a sweeping, a sweeping shot of the desert. There's a cell phone out in the desert, you, and like a little stark. Emblem you know how, like a...
2: <laughs> dude? You know how it'll end
0: with us? It'll end because
2: of of us, of of people at some point somewhere. Just the way like we fucking ruin everything. You know, I think of some of our favorite video games or other movies where they fucking bash them because they're not true to this or they did something wrong that they didn't like. To the point where they just run it into the ground, like I think that's how that's how the m c u
1: ends I think the m c u is too too coveted by fans for like like you said if as long as they keep dabbling in moments like the spider man movie i don't think we'll ever see a time where people are clamoring for clamoring just, for this to end
2: i just I just see how I think of like star Wars, for example, you know, and I know that that's not it didn't end, but I just feel like the way that people respond to it and and that sense of entitlement, um, it's it's kind of what brings it down, you know, and kind of hurts some some of it. Same thing I think of like Mass Effect and shit like that. Those are the things that come to mind right away. But I feel like that I could see that's how it that's how it ends with some at some point. Like especially if they start replacing these characters, right? Um, because you already hear you know people bitching wrongfully, but people already bitching about you know, potentially Natalie Portman becoming the new Thor. People had issues with Loki and his uh, what, what, sexual preferences. Like when people start getting into that shit, I feel like that's the kind of shit that ruins it. Not the choices that Marvel is making, but the, the reception to it and people making a big deal about it um, and starting to complain. I feel like that's how you, I feel like the only way that this comes to an end is if A, they just don't want to make anymore or B, we ruin it. The fans ruin the, it.
3: It only end it's, yeah, it's it'll only money. end when it stops making money. Like this yeah. spider literally just made the most money Sony's ever made on a movie. And so. Until they stop making money, that's when they'll reboot it 5 years later. As long Stark as Kevin ends.
1: Feige's in charge, man, I think it, it, we're in good hands, hands for a while. Hit the I nail on the ends. head, Adam. <laughs> hit the nail on the head. It's going to come down to the, like It's 100%. like you can complain,
3: but guess what? We still had Disney Plus subscribers watching Loki, so complain about him being bisexual, it does not matter.
0: <laughs> I, I
2: hope it ends before I die though, cuz I don't want to so, Oh yeah, I want to be able to see it. FOM- yeah. FOMO. I'm going to have FOMO in <laughs> in the afterlife.
0: All right, well let's let's wind it down and uh, close out. Uh, just quickly talk about uh, what we've been playing. So, the big releases are all out for the year. As we're recording this, it's December thirtieth, so we got one more full day of twenty twenty one. What you guys been playing?
1: Although um, I've been playing, um, I always uh, around this time of the year tried to play a big RPG. And uh, the RPG that I chose was Mass Effect, since I put it off for a little bit. Um, so I finally beat uh, one. I'm working my way through two right now, uh, gathering all my squad and everything like that. Um, man, and, and yeah, there's just like all little missions and moments of the game that I that I forgot about that are like so good. And I'm going Paragon this playthrough. I was Renegade on my first playthrough, so it's 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 seeing the game from a different lens, and it's so interesting. Uh not having those mean looking scars on my face man i wish i could still have them they were awesome but uh yeah that and i'm playing through uh max pain three again and dude it is so good it holds up man the gameplay is still awesome uh the story is awesome the performances are awesome um really makes me wish we could get another one of those which i don't think we ever will um but man yeah that game that game is is so
0: good that soundtrack man the airport scene i always think about that that song oh, that plays ah oh, it's, so, it's so good such a good moment it hits i love that game forever gosh
2: i wish i could i wish dr strange could wipe my memory of that game just
1: so i could play it again for the oh, first time absolutely
2: <laughs> the slow motion
1: is still like some of the most fun to do man just j- jumping out of cover hitting the bullet time and and uh, and even the scripted ones. There's a lot of scripted moments where you go into bullet time, and Max is doing like these crazy stunts. But it's awesome, man, because like the way that game works, when you you're walking around the environment, Max will in his head he'll talk to himself about what he's seeing, and um, if you look at uh clues that you find around, like it's just so. <clears throat> it's never like quiet like if you're running around you're either talking to somebody or he's talking to himself or he'll see something and he'll comment on it or something from a previous level will come up in this level and man they it's it's a really really good game and and for it came out in 2012 like even graphically like playing it it still looks pretty good bro talk about
0: multiverses like get that shit back to sam sam lake and let him uh after he's done with um alan wake like just just do some weird control shit and like do like a a, yeah right dude multiversal spin-off of fucking max Payne, like let's go like i'd love to see like a modernized version of like that original story would be super cool oh yeah imagine that because the first one does not hold up at all no no I mean, like the like the little comic, like graphic novel parts are like still good. Like the the story is good, but no. The yeah, gameplay, game and, gameplay
1: and like it, graphically, it's it is it is it is hard. Yeah,
0: awesome. Uh, Adam, we go
3: to you next, man. What have you been playing? Too much. You just look at my Twitter. I had fun yesterday. I was playing yes. a bunch of stuff for Game of the Year, and I was like, I'm gonna do stupid ass doodles of all the games that are potentially on my Game of the Year list. Um, and there was, I think I did. Tw- 16 doodles total for a piece, four pages. Yeah, I did 16 doodles of things that could be on my game of the year list. I've just been playing everything, trying to get ready for it just because. Um,
0: Chris list,
3: it? yeah, I know it's <laughs> coming in number five, number 21. You know, like hey, <laughs> <Motherfucker>, <laughs> you tweeted about it yesterday, it's hard. I know it's I hard. Right? I was giving you a hard time. Actually, I know my list already, but I was giving you a hard time. No, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I've just been catching up on stuff, playing everything, figuring out where things are going to lie. I have a pretty good idea though. But uh yeah, Chris is right. It's it's hard when there's a lot of good stuff out there.
0: This is the year I think I did the best at like playing like all the big games. Like I feel most satisfied this year in like terms of like my participation like with mm-hmm. like the nominees and like
3: the good stuff that came out. So I played literally all but two big games this year. Cuz next
1: year is so fucking packed. Get which two?
3: I didn't play Dread and I didn't play Village. Okay, gotcha. Those are the only two.
0: George, how about you, man? What have you been playing?
2: Um, well, it's been a while since we had a show, so me and Adam, we finished "It Takes Two. Um, so that was fun, pretty cool, unique game. Deserves um, all the accolades it's get, it, you know, that it's gotten. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Oh shit! Sorry, just unplugged my headset, so I can't hear anything. Um, so. That game was pretty good. It's not like uh, it's not gonna be my game of the year, that's for sure. But um, but it's up there. It's definitely a really cool game. I I, you know no complaints on it. Um, Apart from that, I've been playing a lot of Jurassic Park uh, Evolution or Jurassic World Evolution Two. That's been a lot of fun. Um, But I'm still spending most of my time playing Final Fantasy now that I can access the service. Speaking of which, fuck! I should have uh, started up the queue while I was recording. Um, cause around this time, it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. So I don't know. I still haven't gotten to that expansion yet, so I don't know how that is. Um, but I've been having a lot of fun playing that. Um, and I finally, uh, started playing age of empires four over the weekend, uh, which is really good. I've been playing the, the campaign. Um, that obviously looks great. Takes me back to back in the day. Um, so that looks, that's been, that's actually been really fun. Um, and that's it. Like I have not, I played a little bit of halo, but I've got a couple games that I need to play. I picked up uh dread. I played like an hour of it. Uh,
0: (laughs) it takes, it takes a bit for that. It's like to get, to get going. Like you're, you're almost over the hump.
2: I don't know if I'm going to pick it up again. I don't know when, like, I just, I, I, it's, uh, it didn't, it didn't catch. I mean, it's, it's good. It's solid. It just didn't catch me enough to like play it over some of the other stuff that I can play. Yeah. I did just pick up this. Oh shit. <laughs> Pokemon Pokemon a, Brilliant Diamond. It's like it's censoring it. Yeah, it definitely censors. Yeah. It, <laughs> so um, so I don't know. Your brother talked me into it, said it was like the old school Pokemon games. I didn't play. This is a remake. I didn't play the original. Um so I'm gonna check that out. Um yeah, I mean that's 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 basically you know been what working
3: else used a to lot. Do? George. What? Get on Epic Game Store, they have a ten dollars off coupon on everything fourteen ninety nine and higher. Buy inscription for four dollars. Man, I've no. been hearing nothing but good things.
1: About you should. What, you
3: about? should. what is that game about?
2: What is that game about? Really? I. It would. It would really like.
0: Like. Like to talk about it, like would would cheapen the experience in a way that you. I trust me, you don't want me to. Like. Um, it's card battler. That's, that's what, what I, we'll I say.
2: saw. That's why I saw. That's but, what I but saw. It's, it's like, so
0: much more than it's that. More no, than that. It's so much more than that. Like that's just like how it starts off. Like and it's
3: not scary enough like nah, it's not it's even not. nearly as scary as like resident well, evil like i, I it's know not-
0: i know that if you're playing it it can't be that
2: scary yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um it that's in my top three like i won't ruin what my top three are but like inscriptions in my top three of the year
3: really probably yep. same for me not even a lot yep. wow. <laughs> yeah
0: it, it's superb like i think that's the most criminally underplayed game like this year and because it's like you know it's on pc i think only right now yeah like, it's just pc
2: um yep i know a criminally
0: overplayed game
3: that's 12 minutes what a piece of shit i would have won an award for me by the way if uh, we'd done that episode i don't know we had should still do we game. should still do that episode like yeah and, you know,
2: oh yeah i was gonna get an award for me too, too Little.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> how,
0: to, how to spend your budget award so um yeah, as far as like games I so I I uh beat inscription and uh yep, that's that's a top three game. Like it's stellar superb. I think how there's long, like how long? How long is it? How long is it? Uh, what'd you say, Adam? 20 hours?
3: What? No, come 16. No. 16? Yeah, I, I would say more from like 12 to 15. It's not I yeah, mean no twenty. I guess it depends yeah. on how good you yeah, have you a run, yeah. I suppose.
0: Yeah, a 15 feels actually probably right. Like I'd yeah. say 12 to 15, like um, but it, it doesn't matter. It changes enough that like, it's not going to feel like that. I can tell you right now. Yeah, you're not, not gonna...
3: playing card battler for 20 hours, George. Don't no. worry about that.
0: No. Yeah. Um, sorry. My wife is over there making faces at me. Um, so, the, uh, I beat, uh, Halo Infinite on Legendary. Uh, super proud of that. Um, some fun fights, uh, enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as far as like open world games go, I think it's like it's just all right, but like the, the campaign is stellar. So um let's see, uh loop hero behind me. Um so I probably tallied 30 hours like in the last like four or five days in this game, like and uh this is um very likely gonna end up in my top five as well, honestly. Um might be some recency bias, but like I was it's glad, glad like growing. No, no, no. I mean, like, I feel like this This is pretty, like, inscriptions definitive. Like, this is probably pretty definitive as well. Um, this is on the Switch now, uh, by the way. But um, it took, like, me getting back into the game and then, like, understanding some of, like, the, like the, the base building stuff in there that, like, wasn't really clear. And then, like, I was hooked. Like, once I knew like what I needed to do, like as in terms of like short and long-term goals, like this game is, is absolutely phenomenal and just a blast to play. Um, I had some 3am nights and granted, I'm, you know, I'm off until the new year. So that that's probably why, but like I had some 3am nights where I was like, holy fuck, I got to go to bed. Like I just want to do one more run. Um, And then I feel like there's one other, oh, I played the artful escape, which like, I'm glad that was on game pass, but ooh, i don't really understand that as like a a video game like not a video game (laughs) i thought i thought it was like three hours too long and i think it's only like four hours like and it is just so light on mechanics like i think that that's like a that's an example bobby miller of six like if i've ever seen one if you're gonna um evaluate a game like on all its merits but uh yeah that's it so but i but i played every major release this year i feel like um so it'll be interesting to see where they all land, like order wise. Uh, I, I am going to do Chris's like top uh, five, like with like 20, like in parentheses, like as probably a joke, just FYI, um, just so you can kind of see like where everything like ends up. But uh, it's been a good year, man. Good year for video games, like in light of the pandemic, especially, I feel like so well done to those indie developers, especially I think like indie games had a big year this year. All right. So I think that that does it. That brings us to the end. Last show of the year. We did it. Um, we will be back next year. Uh, and by next year, I mean next week with our game of the year show. Uh, for those of you on the podcast, make sure you uh, compile your list and secretly sending, it, send it to Eric, Erica, who's going to host the uh the show for us and we'll hopefully be the only person finger crossed fingers crossed who knows uh what those winners are so i'm excited um anybody have anything you want to plug before we go no
3: sir you're good
0: nope all right nope well until next year we love you bye happy new year go pats no yes no no, <laughs> no. no. yes